Hey, listen, welcome to the Hey Listen Gamescast. We have reached episode 20. Very exciting. <laughs> and to celebrate here with us today is Anthony Shelton, a.k.a. Sir Kibble 2. How's it going, Anthony? Yo, what's up? And filling um, in for Nathan uh, is Anthony here today, because uh, Nathan could not be here to celebrate our 20th episode. Uh, but Rob is here with me. How's it going, Rob? Oh, it's going pretty good. Yeah. So, on our 20th episode here, um, today we will be talking about Halloween and our favorite Halloween events in video games, as well as talking a little bit more about the Nintendo Switch. If you missed our uh, special episode, we actually did a episode 19.5. Uh, right after the Switch got unveiled, we did about a 40-minute episode talking all about our initial impressions. Be sure to check that out. And you can actually watch that on our new YouTube page that we just created as well. So if you uh, go to YouTube, um, I believe our page name is... Uh, let me look up the URL right here. Remember what the URL is, Rob? Uh, I believe it's Hey Listen Gamescast. Yeah, YouTube.com slash Hey Listen's Gamescast. Um, you can find it. Uh, we post it on our Twitter and Facebook and all that as well. Um, so look that up. If you uh, want to listen to us on YouTube, that will be a place... Um, you can do that too. And so, uh, anyways, we had a special Switch episode. Be sure to check that out if you uh, wanted to hear our thoughts on there. We'll talk a little bit more about the Switch, though, today. And then Anthony um, is bringing a 20 questions game as well. And that will be uh, a lot of fun for me and Rob to take a shot out as well. So, we'll see first, if we can do better than last time. Hey, we got it last time. We got it. the very last question somehow. The very last question. You, you, you got it. <laughs> the last guess. That's how it went down. That was pretty awesome. Um, so, moving on. First segment, we're just going to jump straight into our basically our only news segment, which is Halloween events. And we're thinking um, Destiny started its Festival of the Lost Halloween event today. Uh, Pokemon Go has a Halloween event that's starting today. Um, and then there's been the Overwatch ones we've gone on for a couple weeks, which we've talked about a little bit. But Rob actually pointed out to me earlier today that there's actually a ton of Halloween events going on in tons of different games. Rob, do you want to mention some of the other games that are having Halloween events right now? Well, there's, I mean, like, Dying Light has a DLC thing that they're doing right now. Uh, Dead by Daylight has, like, this new, like, uh, uh, Mike Myers from the movie Halloween. He's You can get him in the game. There's Guild Wars 2. There's uh, World of Warcraft, Terra. I mean, there's just a ton of games, including one of my favorite ones, Rocket League. Yes. It's got some cool <laughs> new skins and stuff going on down there. So, I mean, there is a ton going on right now, which it makes sense. It's a pretty big holiday as far as, you know, just games in general, and it's a good horror weekend. And so yeah, do like might as well throw out some skins do, and dlc do, and stuff do most gamers like really love halloween because i've like it's like the only holiday of the year that like so many games do an event for i feel like like there's not really a big one around christmas or anything or like any other holiday it's like there's tons of halloween stuff though like i, I never really noticed that until like this year kind of last year well when also like on twitch most gamers do like this halloween special like they either play through a horror game on halloween itself where they do like 31 days of horror video games or something like mm. that i mean like it's huge i don't know why not like <laughs> you know 31 days of christmas yeah no we get we get we get just halloween <laughs> i think too we have a lot more games for service type of games now so it's not just yeah. like huge mmos like world of warcraft and stuff we got a whole bunch of other games that you know, free-to-play or MOBA types or, you know, all those kind of games that are huge with big communities and there's different fun things that you can do with them and there's costumes you can sell and all that kind of crazy stuff. So I remember, like, even Rainbow Six Siege, like, it came out in November and, like, some of their maps had, like, Christmas themes hmm. in December, you know? So there's games like that. There's more of those now. So yeah. I, I, that's probably why we're seeing such an influx yeah, I guess that makes sense. I know League of Legends is also doing a Halloween event, and I think with those kind of more free-to-play games too, it's gives uh, you know studios are trying to get people to jump back in, and so those free-to-play games they're really yeah. all about retaining their user base and getting people to come back in, check the game out. So um, I know uh, Anthony, you and I have played a lot of the Halloween event in Overwatch, which I think has been my favorite Halloween event that I've ever seen, just because it added that new PVE mode, which was 
a ton of fun and was kind of a first for Overwatch. Um, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you is there a certain Halloween event that you think just a gaming system really got it right, or ones that you weren't very impressed with? <laughs> I mean. Like, uh, Overwatch, Blizzard did, you know, the summer games when the Olympics were going on. I think from a general sense, like, they did that right, but there were a lot of skins and stuff you couldn't even buy. Like, you had to just hope and pray that when you leveled up and got the little loot crates and boxes and stuff, uh, you would maybe get something. And even still, like, you still can't buy the summer games loot boxes or you know the skins or whatever they offer but for the halloween event like now you can buy them with the in-game credits or just buy them straight up with coins or you know whatever you want to (laughs) do um so i think i think the halloween events going a lot better but i mean overwatch is pretty much the only game that i've played well rocket league too but i feel like rocket league is like it's cool but it's (laughs) I don't know. I don't feel the festiveness. Yeah, like maps, here. for example. It's yeah, you know, they're not really Halloween themed. It's just a couple of tops here and there. I did get the ghost. You know, there's like a little, there's a cute little ghost floating yeah, out yeah, of my yeah. car, and that was pretty cool. But I was the best <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, everybody knows that's the best one. And but that's about it. And yeah. it's like yeah. okay, like cool. <laughs> yeah. I did see one earlier. Uh, today I was I was kind of perusing through the there's a, a GameSpot did a whole article about all the games going on with the Halloween events and I saw one it was like GTA 5 had a uh, like this whole new map and or like not a map but like a whole new mission and all this stuff but I did notice something that was really cool and you could get a skull on the t- front of your motorcycle and it was like it looks like Ghost Rider nice I was like dude yeah, actually cool. that that would be cool I mean yeah, that, I feel like GTA 5 would be one of those games that does it right yeah yeah. Well, and like, I mean, some of the other games, like, uh, Dead by Daylight is already a horror game, and then they throw in, like, a character from one of the horror movies that's just a stable of the horror universe. I mean, that's a really cool thing. But then you have other ones, like, yeah, Rocket League, where it's just, you get a cool little skin. It doesn't really add much content whatsoever. Yeah. Um, I messed around for about 30 minutes in Destiny's uh, Festival of the Lost uh, this year. Last year was a lot of fun because it was a surprise. Like, Destiny was kind of getting a little stale, and there wasn't, like, any new content, so they just kind of dropped it out of nowhere, and it was um, kind of a really cool thing. So this year we've all been expecting it, and it looks pretty much the same. Like, all the social spaces are kind of decorated, and it plays spooky music. Um, But the coolest thing is is you can uh, actually go on, like, a trick-or-treating hunt by talking to all the different um, NPCs in, like, the tower. So, like, you get candy from each one, and... I got raisins from Eris Morn last year. She's a party pooper. And I've been saving them all year, just like hoping that something would happen. And sure enough, my raisins turned into ascendant raisins. And it started like this new quest where I can like go around and get um, some new items. So I thought that was hilarious that they put this useless item in that most people deleted. And I kept it. It was actually, I had a purpose. Um, and then one of the coolest things about um, Festival of the Lost this year is. What, there's a little, like, a sweeper bot in the tower. Just a little rally. He just stands there and sweeps. You know, he doesn't really do anything. He has a couple little lines. It just is like, hey there, guardian. And uh, his broom was missing. He's just sweeping with nothing. And he's like, they, they writ all these new lines of dialogue where he's like, oh, like, where can I file a report? Like, I've lost my broom. And he's really worried about his broom. And if you actually go to the one of the back corners of the tower where, like, the little music bar is, you can pick up his broom and you can ride it around as a sparrow for the next two weeks in Destiny. So I have the broom sparrow and it's hilarious going to patrol and seeing all these people riding around on brooms. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. But that that does sound pretty cool. I mean, I hate Destiny. Yeah, that well, sounds. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, especially for Destiny, when admit. you know we're so starved for content and we're we're thirsty for that kind of stuff. So. Um, putting that in as kind of a surprise. Just poor souls, you guys. Just poor (laughs) souls. (laughs) It was funny, too. They have a different ghost you can get as well. One of them is a ghost ghost. So it's literally a little robot ghost, but he has, like, a white, like, uh, sheet over him. So he's, like, dressed up as, like, a ghost. (laughs) I don't know. I thought it was pretty funny. But anyways. um, So, like, in the future, I just want to bring this up real quick. Like... Borderlands, for example, like it's one of my favorite games. Mm-hmm. I feel like whatever Borderlands Three will be, I feel like it's gonna. I'm hoping it'll have like this kind of stuff, like real time updates, not like 
DLC released around the same time of the holidays. Yeah. Like I want uh, recurring events, events like yeah. this. Mm -hmm. Like this this is fun stuff. Because it, I mean, clearly, yes, it would take Gearbox a lot of resources to be able to do that kind of stuff, but I think it would be worth it. And you know, even if they have stuff to sell, mm -hmm. like I'm okay with that. Like even you know, it doesn't even have to be Borderlands. I feel like more games should do this just in general. Yeah. Oh, since yeah. microtransactions is a thing. It does. And you know, as long as I I don't have yeah, we all hate microtransactions, but honestly, like as long as it's fair. Yeah, I'm okay with it because I'm not forced to buy it. Like as long as it doesn't alter the gameplay or anything like that, I'm like whatever. Like put it in the game all you want. I'm not forced <laughs> to buy it. Loot boxes all over the place. You can buy them in Overwatch. I haven't bought one. Like yeah, whatever. Here. You don't have to buy it. So, like if people want to get into that and developers are like, yeah, people buy it, then I'm like, okay, fine. Serve those yeah. people. Do what you do. But let's have like more live events like this. Like it just brings the communities together a lot more, and there's just so much more fun. Yeah, it ma it makes the, well, the it... game more memorable too. So you're like, oh, remember remember that time? You know, we did summer games and did Lucio Ball and Overwatch or the Festival of Lost. We all ran around like idiots on brooms, like in the plague lands. And so it makes you know those moments gives you those moments in the games that are memorable too. And you know, as long as those microtransactions are like you know just random cosmetic stuff, and you can earn them other ways through the end game too. I don't see really any problem with having that stuff in there. And usually those... And it gives you something to look forward to yeah. next year. Y yes, something to yeah. look forward to. And like those microtransactions, I know at least for Destiny, they, and I think Overwatch as well, they kind of fund those the live team who puts you know those updates and events together too. So I'm like, hey, if other people well, want to spend $20 buying you know random emotes or costumes that funds these events for everyone in the future that's fine with me so yeah well and i also feel like a lot of these halloween and like christmas and like these type of live events one of the things they do is that you know if players have kind of stepped away from the game for a time it gets them back into the game it gets people more excited about the game so not only are you getting these cool stories and like you can buy the stuff and it builds a little revenue for the uh, developers, but also it gets people back into your game and just thinking like, oh, hey, yeah, I actually want to go back and play that game because I want to go ride a broom around the tower or whatever, you yeah. know? Yeah, and so in the case, like being competitive with Overwatch, you screw over my ranking because you haven't played in forever. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think overall, I think we can all agree that events like this are, Awesome, and we'd love to see um, more of them come our way in games. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I, I think it's cool that more games are doing stuff like this. So um, sweet. So moving on, um, we're not really going to talk a lot about Red Dead Two, but that trailer did drop uh, last Thursday. Um, I think at least my initial uh, reaction was, well, "This looks really pretty. It looks awesome. I'm excited for the multiplayer." aspect if if you know that's done right but there's nothing really to really break down or analyze for me in the trailer yeah. um, i mean it is still a year away um so we're getting that trailer very early but um do you guys have any quick thoughts about red dead or i saw an article on ign and normally i kind of ignore ign's opinion on a lot of things because sometimes because i don't normally agree with it most of the time <laughs> but on this one they actually said they're like you know one of the things we noticed about the red dead redemption trailer is that it's very reminiscent of the old Western movies like John Wayne and like that sort of thing, like the lone cowboy versus the world and like the big sweeping landscapes and that sort of thing in the open wild West. And like a lot of those shots were, you could almost track them from the video game trailer to an actual movie scene where something very similar to that shot happens in a movie. And so I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. It's kind of got that wild West like feel to it. It doesn't us anything about the gameplay or the story or anything like that or whether or not there's new features or if we can still tie people up and put them on railroad tracks but it's kind of <laughs> best feature <right> there. <laughs> um yeah I, I think it looks fun and I, I i think rockstar knows that they don't really need to hyper advertise this game much it's gonna sell really really well which is i think why they feel fine announcing it a year in advance because i know things few things have gotten leaked and now it's out in the open people know it exists and uh we can kind of look forward to it now so yeah, yeah i think it looks like a lot of fun so moving on into our second segment we're going to talk a little bit about the nintendo switch um two uh minor news pieces about the switch came out this week 
one was that Mass Effect Andromeda, arguably EA's biggest game of next year, um, is not coming to the Nintendo Switch. So big third-party game. It's releasing in March, supposedly right around the launch time for the Switch. That could be a potentially could have been a really big uh, third-party game to launch the Switch with. Um, not coming. EA has confirmed that. And then also, uh, there will be no 3DS or Wii U uh, physical backwards compatibility. Obviously, I don't think anyone expected <laughs> the Switch to play Wii U discs, but <laughs> looking at the games look like they're in small 3DS-like cartridges. Some people say, hey, maybe you can play 3DS on there. Um, Nintendo has said no to both of those, um, but they have not commented on whether or not there will be any other sort of backwards compatibility for maybe downloaded 3DS or Wii U or even virtual console titles. So um, I thought I would just kind of pose the question um, on the Switch. Do you guys think that Nintendo should focus more on making sure the Switch is that Nintendo system that can play, you know, uh, past content, you know, play your your uh, Wii U games that people missed out or Wii or GameCube and play, you know, 3DS games to come to it eventually uh, in the form of digital downloads? Or do you think Nintendo should really focus, since it's more important for the Switch, to really nab those big third-party games? Obviously, Skyrim's coming and a few others that we don't really know about, but Mass Effect, you know, EA's biggest game isn't coming. EA is listed as a partner, but, you know, EA and Nintendo hasn't been, or haven't been really the tightest of uh, partners in the last few years with them dropping support of the Wii U. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think it's um, important for Nintendo to really have backwards compatibility or third party? So, here's the thing. Who's to say it won't have backwards compatibility, right? Because yeah. the they still have a digital store. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. it's entirely possible that, yeah, we're going cartridge. Okay, so that means you can pay for backwards compatible Wii, Wii U, 3DS games to play on the Switch. That's still an entirely possible. It's it's entirely possible. Yeah, it for totally that is. to happen. Um, um, so they they should focus on both if that's what if that's what they're gonna do. I mean, clearly people like their backwards compatibility xbox one yeah. is being successful with it yeah uh ps I, you know i actually don't know how playstation now is doing with all their backwards compatibility stuff um i, I, I don't think it's, it's a very big seller i, I know most yeah. people kind of think it's uh, overpriced and i don't i don't know a ton of people yeah. actually use it um, right so there's that um it's probably a pricing problem for yeah. playstation um so if nintendo can price it correctly, make it worthwhile for people to buy the games or, you know, whatever, and they can play it on the go, make yes. it fully compatible <laughs> with Switch mm-hmm. compatibility, I, I guess. No better way to say it. Um, then, yeah, focus on both. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see him focus on both, but, you know, one of the things that I do know from the get-go is I'm not going to buy a Nintendo Switch for the third-party games. Yeah. I mean, if I bought a Nintendo Switch, I'd buy it for the Nintendo games themselves. And so I'd really love to see that backwards digital uh, library just be really huge all the way back to, you know, NES and everything in between. Like, maybe we'll actually get some backwards compatibility to GameCube games, maybe. That would be amazing because they totally did not deliver on that promise for the Wii U. Yeah, but like... I'm not going to pick up, I mean, even if Mass Effect was coming to the Nintendo Switch, I'm not going to get Mass Effect on the Nintendo Switch, because while, yeah, it'd be cool that it is on the Nintendo Switch, the big thing for me is Nintendo Switch is about as powerful as the Xbox 360 or PS3 generation, and I have a PlayStation 4. So why would I buy Mass Effect Andromeda on a Nintendo that's going to be less powerful, maybe not graphically great, and so... I mean, I love the third parties. I think they really should focus on a lot of the third-party games, but, like, I'm not going to buy it for third-party games. Yeah. To, to be fair, we don't know the um, exact power of the Switch yet. We do know it's a Tegra, Tegra Xvidia chip, but we don't know um, exactly what that chip is. They have the X1, X2. The X2 is pretty much like PS4 power. The X1 is more 360 power. They said it's a custom chip that they're making, so it's probably going to be somewhere in between or something. We don't know entirely what's possible, um, but we do know the Skyrim remaster is coming and supposedly a lot more third-party stuff. So, I mean, I don't know how good or if it would be possible to make 
Mass Effect run on the Switch. I assume it would, but it probably would um, maybe add some development time for Bioware and EA to get it running on the Switch just because maybe you know they didn't have a dev kit early on or weren't focusing on it right away for whatever reason. But um, I think really the portability of the Switch can make it um, a really big you know, target for fans to really buy third party on the Switch. Um, I know for me, usually I'm buying any uh, third party stuff that is on the PS4 and Wii U. I would probably rather get it on PS4 just because, like you said, there's the extra power. Like, I accidentally bought Lego, uh, one of the Lego games, the Jurassic Park one on <laughs> Wii U, and that <laughs> the, the performance is abysmal on the Wii U. Like, they didn't optimize it. I, I like playing it uh, with my wife, and so when we play two-player mode, the frame rate just, like, just is terrible. It's so awful, and I've heard the PS4 version's a lot better. Um, so for reasons like that, I would like the PS4 one, you know, be able to have online on the uh, PS4 with any friends I have on there. Like, I couldn't imagine playing Destiny or Overwatch on a Nintendo, but um, I think for those kind of single-player games like Mass Effect, I think I would probably favor buying on the Switch just to be able to play Mass Effect anywhere I go, I think would be a really cool feature. But That would be really cool. I, I do agree. The mobility of the Nintendo Switch is very attractive for games like that. But once again, I mean, Mass Effect is going to be a beautiful game graphically, and so having that full power of like the PlayStation 4 or even an Xbox One sounds a lot better than trying to, you know, on the however powerful the Nintendo Switch is, we're going to assume that, I mean, it is going to be less powerful than PS4 or Xbox One. So having that higher graphic ability would be nice. Yeah. Let uh, me say this, too, because I, I, I feel we always know Nintendo's got their gimmicks, right? Mm-hmm. So part of the problem with the Wii U, you know, their gimmick was... Yeah, I don't even really know what the Wii U gimmick was outside of the gamepad. The you, Wii can play, you can play clear. on your sofa when someone else is watching baseball on the TV. That was the main thing. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And now you can do that with your Xbox One and PS4. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now with the Switch, like clearly there's a gimmick. But the gimmick isn't centered around... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, basically making the games more downgraded for the sake of whatever gimmick it is. Um, there's the, To a degree, yes, it will be downgraded, clearly, because if in order to play a game mobily, you know, there has to be some, I'm sure, sacrifice to graphical power. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like the Wii U, <laughs> where you oh, have to yeah. have this, like barely xbox 360 upgrade in order to do what you're doing the the main gimmick is you can play your games anywhere the problem is is that for a game like mass effect andromeda uh, the people who want to play mass effect andromeda on this switch are people who want a switch everybody else will play mass effect andromeda on the xbox one or playstation 4 because that's what they played mass effect on their respective consoles from the past generation so EA is like, we're not going to lose that much money from not putting the game on the Switch. So it's not a big deal for EA, um, and it really shouldn't be a big deal to Nintendo people because most of them probably already have a PS4 and Xbox One yeah. already. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that was kind of a selling point for me when I was looking at, oh, probably going to get a PS4, Xbox One here because I already had the Wii U. saying, well, uh, there's a couple of games I want to play. really want to play Destiny. Now I can look forward to Mass Effect and Battlefront. <laughs> Hopefully, Mass Effect's better than Battlefront, but <laughs> it was one of those <laughs> games I have been kind of you know, looking forward to. Eventually, I got my PS4 so I could play Mass Effect, and I think you're right, Anthony, that most people who are interested in Mass Effect either have a PS4, or Xbox One, or planning on picking one up uh, before yeah. that comes out. So, um, but uh, rolling back a little bit to the kind of backwards compatibility. Um, do you guys think that Nintendo, I mean, I'm sure they'll have some type of virtual console on there. Do you think that this is going to be completely start fresh? They're going to kind of redo their whole Nintendo online store and eShop, and they're going to start re-adding titles? Or do you think they're going to kind of port over the Wii U eShop and just kind of add from there? Uh, do you think people like me who have spent hundreds of dollars on the virtual console will have to rebuy super mario bros 3 <laughs> one more time to take it anywhere on the go or 
Um, that because that's kind of what I, I've been thinking about is I've downloaded so many games on my PS3 or not, excuse me, my 3DS, uh, Wii and Wii U, and I would just love to have all those digital games I already own, even if it's just virtual console, all on one place where I can play all my favorite NES and Super Nintendo games anywhere. Um, what do you think Nintendo's gonna do as far as as far as that's concerned? I don't know. I mean, this is Nintendo, so you're kind of throwing me out there to say, like, whatever they're going to do is going to be what they're going to do. I mean, because, like, they've never made a system that's been, you know, backwards compatibility friendly. They've always made it so you had to... No, no, that, that's not true. I mean, the Wii and the Wii U, sort of. The Wii was very like, backwards compatibility friendly. But, like, the other than, they, but, they, yeah. they couldn't... The only time Nintendo has not been very friendly with backwards compatibility is when they switched disc format. So, like... Going from yeah. like the 64 to the GameCube, like that was not. Well, the N64 was completely not backwards compatible. Yeah, so, yeah, and like the NES, you can't yes. play cartridges on any of the newer systems. But like with that, you know, that's what I was gonna say. Also, is like yeah, the Wii and the GameCube and the Wii U have all been kind of on that backwards compatibility side, and they already have a pretty extensive digital library out there, and so. I, you know, with Nintendo's marketing strategy and everything that they've done so up to this point, it could really go either way. Either you're going to have to rebuy it or they'll start adding in slowly and adding more in there based off of what they already have there. I don't think they really need to reinvent the wheel on this one. And if I'm Nintendo, I'd say let's just honor that, especially since the Wii U bombed so badly. All right, I'm going to take a stance on this because this is <laughs> this is the question because okay. a part yeah. of me just wants to go oh nintendo you know they, they i hope they do this so but i'm gonna i'm gonna go for it and i'm probably gonna be wrong but <laughs> because they created the whole nnid system yeah and they're trying to bring about you know the and and they nintendo brought account. about right and the 3ds and the Wii U and the games you bought there and all that other stuff. I am assuming and I am <laughs> I am thinking that they will continue I the hope trend. So. I'm trying not to say that. I'm trying to make a stance here. That's what you're <laughs> supposed to do. They are going to do that with the Switch. They're gonna everything that you bought on the Wii U on the 3DS will move over to the switch now they might have you do something very like unconventional in moving everything over yeah <laughs> for sure but you, you don't have to pay for it again i that's my stance I, right I here really, on really show, what is I this i really want to October believe 25. that stance i really want to believe this stance. and my question for that like i mean with all this is you know what is the memory situation on the nintendo switch look like we haven't really heard anything about yeah. memory or the like hardware or anything like that but like is it gonna have a big hard drive or something like that or are we gonna have to like you know with this backwards compatibility with the 3ds and wii u digital library are we gonna have to have like memory cards and go back to like the playstation 2 era no i'm sure they're gonna put micro sd that's what they did with the the 3ds and now the new 3ds you can buy any size micro sd check it in there you can download as many games as you want and like the great thing about nintendo is they're like geniuses at compressing games like all of mario kart 8 is like less than two gigs same as like wind waker hd and then, like, NES games, Super NES games are, like, not even, like, 50 megabytes. Like, they're extremely small. It's not like you're – I mean, I'm I'm assuming, hopefully, that Nintendo doesn't go with what Microsoft and Sony are doing and somehow have, like, these giant 60-gig games that aren't compressed at all. Um, but I, I think that it would be amazing if what Anthony said comes true. And, like, day one, I boot up my Switch, enter my, like, login ID – and instantly, like, all my NES games, Super NES, Wii U digital downloads, all those things just pop up there, and I can play from day one. Like, I, I would didn't instantly say just, that, I would, but, you know. I would grab <laughs> grab my Wii U, stick it in its box, put it in the back of the closet, and I wouldn't worry about it anymore. So, um, but one thing I was thinking about, too, like, Nintendo said, you know, you can't play your discs and 3DS yeah. games with the Wii U and yeah, all that. Yeah. I, I did think about the idea, what if you're able to put all your Wii U games on an SD card and be able to play them on your Switch when you plug it in. I wonder if they're, they are going to do something like that. Hmm. Like, wait, like use the gamepad for the Switch or just play the games? No, like put your games from the Wii U on an SD card because the Wii U does have an SD slot. Yeah. And then take that SD card, like pop it in your Switch, over. and you could and play your Wii U games on the Switch. 
Yeah. I wonder if they're going to do something like that as well. I, I think that that could be a possibility. I think the main thing is, too, is um, I'm not sure as far as Wii U compatibility goes because a lot of Wii U games did kind of use those Wii U features. Like, you know, you can't really play some of the modes from, like, Nintendo Land, for example, on, like, the the Switch controller. You need to have that second screen that's also displaying something on the TV. Nintendo has said it's not a second screen experience. You're either right. playing on your TV, you're playing on your handheld, you're not using both at the same time. Um, right. So I think it would be a little tricky to have all those Wii U games backwards compatible. Um, but at least all the virtual console games, I'm hoping those transfer over onto the Switch. And then I think as far as other downloadable titles, it would be kind of, you know, certain games might be become cross-buy, kind of like a PS4 or PS3 did with the Vita. And so like, hey, this Shovel Knight, if you downloaded that, that will work because we worked it out with the Outcub games. But like... And Mario and Donkey Kong, you know, mini March of the Minis, you that uses touch controls. We're not putting that on there because it wouldn't really work. So, hopefully, Nintendo goes through the effort to put those, and that would expand the Wii U, or excuse me, the Switch's library, digital library, um, from launch as well, which would be really cool. I know the Wii U eShop when it launched was so, so barren. <laughs> it was sad. <laughs> they didn't even have like most of their NES and like you know the classic games out on it. So. Um, I don't know. I, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens. I don't think we're going to get an announcement of that kind of stuff until um, probably next year. I think January at least. January but, or February, yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I hope Nintendo doesn't make me buy any more Mario games that I've already owned like four times, but we'll see. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I think I think that about wraps up our Switch segment, um, which we can move into the, uh, I think, uh, my favorite part of the show here, which is... Uh, 20 questions. So, Anthony, you want to just give a quick rundown of what 20 questions is for those of uh, people who haven't haven't heard of it? Absolutely. So, 20 questions is basically I have a game in my head and Jeffrey and his very fine guest Rob <laughs> will have 20 questions between the both of them to figure out what game it is. Now, the rules... I am saying that you two have to go back and forth between your questions. You cannot ask two questions in a row. I can't go on a uh, also, multi-streak of five questions in a row. No, no, Bravo. no. <laughs> also, keep, keep, I need all keep, the help I can get. Yeah. <laughs> keep the, uh, the excessive chatter to a minimum. I will call you out like I did last time. I, I love the chatter, though. And you're not, and you're not yeah, asking questions. Sort of figure out I said keep it to a minimum. It. Just a minimum. Just a minimum. I, I think you said keep also, it to a minimum whenever we got really close to guessing that it was Yoshi's story last week. Oh, whoa. No more talking. So, new rule also, you cannot look at the chat. So, oh, that, I am going to, you know, All hopefully right. trustworthy. Yeah, yeah, too, yeah. No, you know, okay. no chat. <laughs> You can't look at the chat. Chat, you may, you know, put in your guesses, if you may, but they will not be looking at the chat. All right. <laughs> put away. Chat is put away. Fantastic. All right, so here we go. 20 questions. Jeffrey? No, Rob, we're going to start with you. Oh, right. okay. <laughs> I have a game in my head. All right. Let's, 20 uh, questions. I want to start by narrowing down the year. Uh, did this game come out before 2000? No. All right. It's a more recent game. Last 16 years. Was this a game that was released in the PS3 Wii 360 generation? Oh, that is... Um, so what? It's uh, 2005 <laughs> through like 2011? 2012, something like that? Oh, uh, no. So we're not, not during that generation, okay. Uh, then is this it's question number three? Uh, yesterday, I was able to uh, complete the raid with a couple friends. I took out Axis and I got some pretty sweet loot. So I think I'm at like 380 light now. So excited about that. So if any of you guys uh, need help running through the raid, hit me up. Let me know. And um, I wasn't able to do it with Nathan. Uh, he was actually busy at the time, but I was able to run through it with my friend Derek. And 
I think Anthony and Robert back. Perfect. So. <laughs> okay. So uh, that was a little weird. Yeah, that was weird. All right. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what was going on there. Okay. So question number four, Jeffrey. All right. I don't think I heard Rob's third question. I think it cut out. Uh, my third question that was: uh, I asked if it came out between 2000 and 2005, and he said yes. All right. So it was on. I mean, we actually talked about this last week. Yeah. Um, all right, so is is this game involve any sort of firearm or projectiles? It's like any yes. type of shooting. Yes, okay. All right. That's a lot of games in that era. <laughs> Was this a console exclusive? So, well, yes. To, oh. to clarify, does that mean it was only on consoles, like not PC? Or does this mean like it was exclusive to a specific console? Well, uh, I was I would... No, it's specific to a console. Okay, specific exclusive. to a certain console. Okay, okay. It is exclusive. Console exclusive. That okay. was his question. Question number five. Okay. Uh, just right. to recap the questions real quick, because uh, I guess the signal was lost in the stream. So question number three was, was the game released between 2000 and 2005? The answer to that was yes. And hopefully you just heard question number four yes. and five. All right. So now we're on question number six. I Jeffrey. would like to ask is... Um, Is this a Xbox exclusive game? No. Question number seven. All right, all right. So that eliminates like Halo and that sort of thing. Was this a? Well, either way, we'll know what system it is if you say GameCube or PS2. So I would just burn yeah, it. So I was going. Yeah. Is this a GameCube exclusive? No. Question number eight. All right. Great. PS2. Down. PS2 exclusive game that involves some sort of weapons. I think Jack and Daxter was on PS2. Jack and Daxter was on PS2. And Ratchet and Clank. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. I, I, I've only played the first Jack and Daxter, which is on his weapons, but the box art for like the collection of all three games, Jack has a gun, so I think that might... There's weapons in the later third. one. So, sorry for the... Uh, dead time here on the air. I really apologize for that. Not sure what's going on with my Skype. But I think Ratchet and Clank could be a good one. That's exclusive. Machine Weapons came out in that time era. Hey, Rob. <laughs> uh man, I'm not sure what's going on with the old interwebs today. Hopefully those of you in the chat can hear this all right. But um were you able to hear my question? I said, is it in the Ratchet and Clink series? Anthony's uh, no. back now? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, so <laughs> um let what was question number seven for the listeners? I don't know when, when it dropped, so well, Rob sure asked listeners... if it was a GameCube exclusive, and you said no. So I'm assuming it's PS2 exclusive, and the question I'm asking Qu is it in the Ratchet and Clank series? Uh, no. Darn. Question number nine. I thought we might have had a had a good hint there. But is it really a PS2 exclusive? I mean, he said it wasn't a GameCube exclusive. Well, I mean, I guess I mean, it's a I, PC I, game, but you said console, so it doesn't make me yeah, PC. Yeah, There's still so. a lot of consoles out there. Yeah, it could be a Dreamcast, or it could be a... Uh, it was, like, a, uh, 64 handled. games. <sighs> is Question it... number nine, Rob <laughs> Yeah, I guess, uh, is it a PlayStation 2 exclusive? No. Duh. That's what I thought. I was I was wondering about that. <laughs> totally wasted a question. Okay. I was wondering about that Jeffrey. before you jumped into that one. So let's okay. see here. Your I, internet I can't it's... take the World Series right now. That's what's happening. <laughs> question number 10. Um, is this a Dreamcast game? Sega Dreamcast. No. What? 
Oh my goodness, we're gonna waste all of our questions on this console. No. What other consoles came I out? I raised in the this... difficulty level after last yeah, week. Yeah, I see that. Okay, okay. So the only other console there were sixty-four came out during this time period as well. Okay, I'll throw out this type of hint. Okay. Oh gosh. What are you defining as console? Okay, it's it's question it's number hand eleven, hand Rob hand Douglas. Hand. It's Game Boy Advance. Ask if it's a Nintendo handheld. Is it a Nintendo handheld console? Or yes. Okay, yeah. Okay, there's your free hint. Okay. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Oh so what question are we on? Twelve. It's Jeffrey. We got to narrow this down. Um, we got narrow this. Questions this... left. Um, is well, this game a sequel? No. It's not a sequel. So it's probably some type of debut game that is on Game Boy Advance, probably. Yeah, that's the only Game Boy. So that means it's probably not a Mario. Well, I mean, technically the uh, DS came be. out in 2004. And so there's a few games that it launched with. The only one that with weapons I can think of, though, is Metroid. No, that was just a demo. Question number 13, Rob <laughs> Douglas. Oh, man. Uh, is this a Nintendo franchise? Yes. Okay. All right. I... So, uh, Metroid. Really broad question, so hopefully well, I mean, like, Metroid. Hang on. Is this a game that takes place in space? No. Okay. So not Metroid. Five questions. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Question number 15. Robbie. Doesn't take place in space. Pretty much the only thing we know about the game is you hold some type of weapon and it's a Nintendo mm. franchise. No, he said you asked if it shot, if, if you shooting. used the weapon or shot any projectiles, and he said yes, so that still leaves a lot of opening on that side of things. It doesn't necessarily have to be a gun exclusive. Um, oh, I'm like... The brain is hurting right now for Rob. <laughs> it is hurting. I can't think of... He is beard fritzing. I wish you could see this live right now. Beard is trembling <laughs> with fear. <laughs> uh, what? Is... Question number 15. Uh, why can I not think I know of there's... Maybe try to get the genre. Why don't you let him ask the question, Jeffrey? I, I don't know. Well, he's <laughs> in a... You see his face right now. He's... Is it a platformer? No. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, actually, so it eliminates not... a lot. Uh, that takes out a lot. That does eliminate a lot, for, especially for Nintendo stuff. Yeah. Jeffrey yeah. with question number 16. Four questions left. Okay. Is this a strategy game? Yes, it is. Yes, I know. Okay. Strategy game. Question number 17, Rob Douglas. Three is... questions left. Will Jeffrey have to pull you out the fire <laughs> once again? Oh, he's going to have to because I'm just totally blanking. Um, think... Or Rob come clutch like the Cleveland Indians in game one of the World Series. <laughs> I think I'm having an idea, but I'll let you, let you ask a question. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it is his turn. It is your turn. It is my turn. So, okay, so Question it's not a platformer. It is a strategy game. It's this. I love seeing your brains hurt. <laughs> it's like. I wish we could record the Skype and put it up on YouTube. I know, right? So my face is great right now. I really <laughs> didn't. This is like the. I didn't play a whole lot of the Game Boy Advance. Or nearly as much, and so I don't know as many of the games. You're about to learn something right now. Yeah. The only thing that's coming to my mind right now is Fire Emblem. So you're asking, is it a game in the Fire Emblem series? Yeah, I'm going to ask that. What's the What's the question? Is it a game in the Fire Emblem series? Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. Um... So I, I was on the right got track. to remember the names of the oh, Fire right, Emblem sure. games to Game Boy Advance, the official title. <laughs> Jeffrey, uh, question number 82. Okay. I thought left. it could have maybe have also been Advance Wars, but either Advance Wars or Fire Emblem. Um, so Fire, is this game, do you 
is Lynn a main character in this game? Yes, she is, okay. which means question number 19 goes to Rob Douglas. Oh, I wish it was question number 20 because he doesn't know <laughs> games. I don't remember the titles of the Fire Emblem games. I don't, to be honest, I'm not entirely sure what the title is. <laughs> I haven't downloaded it on my Wii U, but I haven't played it uh, too much. I've played like the first hour or two. I did not own question it number 19, day. Rob is Douglas. Like, oh my gosh. Two there questions left. Titles left. They were so close, but yet so <laughs> far away. <laughs> we're going to lose this one because I we won't be able to remember I what, know the what the title of this is. Game I just is. don't know what the name of the game is. Uh, I don't know. Just, just guess something right The now. listeners are screaming at you right now. How <laughs> I know they all know it. I'm like, I'm drawing Question number 19, play. Rob Douglas. <laughs> Dragon right one? now. Fire Emblem Dragon? Is that your question? <laughs> yeah, is it? Uh, no, <laughs> question number 20. The last question, and uh, then you get one final guess. Uh, does the title... People are pulling their hair out right <laughs> I know, I know. I bet they are. I'm, I'm going to look at the chat and feel terrible. If they don't have a beard, they're pulling their nose hair out. Something. <laughs> Something is being pulled out. Does the title have um, the word of in it? Oh, That's your last question? Well, we get one more guess after this, right? You said? Yeah. Yeah, we get a uh, guess. No, 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 no. No? No. <laughs> no. Well, you get so a final, that get is a your 20th guess. question. Now you get a final guess. You can guess. Guess. You cannot... <laughs> Ask a question, you must make a statement in the form of an answer. Um, this is it. One of you can take it. Doesn't matter. What is your final guess? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. I feel so bad. They have narrowed it down to the Fire Emblem series. After all this time, they know who is in the game. Did you say no, yes? No, 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 no. No, I'm asking if you answered Your final that last guess one. is... Fire Emblem. I know. This is cutthroat, Rob. I know. It's cutthroat. <laughs> well, I don't know if you answered the last question. Then you weren't listening, Rob. Uh, no, he said no. I said, oh, okay. Fire I Emblem. <laughs> Conquest of Fire. <laughs> I don't know. That's your final guess. Yeah, that's all I got. I, I can't remember. I could go look at my Wii U gamepad right now, right? Is that is that legal? Oh, no. no. Yeah. No. <laughs> the answer to your question is no. What is it? The name of the game is Fire Emblem. Everyone feels so stupid. Just Fire Emblem? Just Fire Emblem. Oh my god! Just Fire Emblem. I should have. Fire Emblem. Because you said it wasn't a sequel. Which is technically Fire Emblem 7 in Japan, but it was the first Fire Emblem game released in America on the Game Boy Advance. Oh man. Self titled Fire Emblem. You guys, like, had it. That is so sad. That is so. I was. I was thinking like I want to feel so. Guys stupid. had it. Like the Warriors had it. Game seven. I the think finals. I Freaking Kyrie Irving. <laughs> and you lost oh, it. Man. Uh. Yeah. I. One be, in one so far. One in one. Yeah. To be fair, I don't think Rob's ever played a Fire Emblem game, and my only Fire That's Emblem it. game is Fire Emblem Awakening, which I haven't even beaten yet. I, I'm like 28 That's something good, hours in, but I haven't That's finished. A decent one. Yeah, that's but. a that's a decent. See, one. I've watched uh, one of our my former former roommates play Fire Emblem for like the uh, Wii. Yeah, the so Wii it was one. like a, a way later version. So it's just like I didn't, and I knew it once I figured out it was Fire Emblem. I'm like, oh, I know the Fire <laughs> Emblem some of the games, but I couldn't remember any of the titles. Why did we not just guess regular Fire Emblem? Why did we have to? Have I don't know. Time? That was really dumb. That, that, that was a good pick, <laughs> Anthony. That, that was that was good. It went down I really thought you guys had it when you said Lynn. I was like, oh, this is it's in the bag. <laughs> well, I bag. remembered her, but I don't remember the name of the game. What is wrong with me? Fire Emblem. <laughs> hey, give me credit on, uh, what was it, question 17 for when Jeff's like, oh, is it a strategy game? I'm like, oh, is it Fire Emblem? I got that <laughs> right. So Yeah, you did a good job, Rob. Um, cool. I think, I think that was a good pick. Uh, so props to you if you're listening to this and you were able to uh, figure that out. And thanks for uh, also 
uh, standing on the line with us uh, when the internet kind of freaked out on us. But that was a good pick. I think uh, we'll have Nathan back and we'll be at full strength uh, next time you're on, Anthony. Hopefully, yeah, you actually yeah. did pretty well with having one man down. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. So uh, before we I go, think Nathan actually has played the Fire Emblem games. <laughs> I, probably, I think he's played a few. I, not a not a ton, but yeah, a few. Well, you probably know that one. So it, it's yeah. it's one of those series that it's like. I just missed because I didn't really play a ton on GBA. Um, and then there wasn't anything sure. that came yeah. on DS. That was when I was really big into Nintendo handhelds. And um, I got Awakening finally because it was on sale and I heard nothing but yeah. good things. And I've liked it, but haven't really gone back and gone through the series yet. So Yeah, I picked it up at random. I was like, Fire Emblem, oh, this game seems kind of cool. I think I read it in Nintendo Power or something like that. Oh, yeah, that and I was sense. like... Yeah, let me, every let me go check this awesome. game out. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people were like, if you like Golden Sun, which was nothing like Fire Emblem, you'll like Fire Emblem. So I was like, sure, why not? Yeah, and I loved that game. Very yeah. cool. Woo. I, I've heard good things about it. So I just good. yeah haven't haven't played it. So I didn't have a, <laughs> so uh, good. That was I didn't a good have choice. A good game choice. Boy Advance Lord of the Rings game that was basically like Fire Emblem. I think it was like a Lord of the Rings the Third Age for for Game Boy Advance. Oh yeah, yeah. It was the same kind of like styled game, and it was the it was pretty fun. I had some fun with that. But it was like Ninja Turtle smash up, like a total like ripoff. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Um, but anyways, moving on to our final segment. Before we go, uh, we like to always talk about what we're playing this week. Um, I tried to mix it up a lot this week and jump back into a lot of Nintendo stuff. The Switch announcement had me so hyped. So spent most of this weekend playing uh, my Wii U. Uh, jump back into Splatoon. I'm hopefully gonna play some more Splatoon this week uh, with Nathan. We were talking about it. You. I'd uh, love for you to jump in there too, Anthony, if you have any free time. I know that's how we kind of originally connected is through Splatoon. Um, so a lot of fun with Splatoon. And then also played some Rayman Legends uh, with uh, my brother. For some reason, he's like addicted. My brother Eric is addicted to the their soccer mode in Rayman Legends where it just drops a soccer ball in the middle. It's like a little 2D so good. thing. And you just freaking slap the ball left and right. And like the, so good. There's a crowd just going like, go! is like super obnoxious and just it's really fast so good yeah the matches are like two minutes long mode. but it's it's a lot of fun so uh jumped into that and then i'd realized i actually haven't 100 in mario 3d world there was like two or three levels i hadn't got to the top of the flagpole yet which for some reason that you need to do that to complete the game all the way so i did that and opened up the final world for me which basically opened two new levels that are one of them is basically this crazy long level. I only got a third of the way through um, that you have no checkpoints on. So that's really difficult. Didn't get all the way through that. But I did beat the last Mystery House challenge, which basically has 10-second uh, challenges in small rooms. You basically have to get to the end of the room or defeat all the enemies or do different little things to get a green star. And there's 30 consecutive in this mystery house. So it took me about an hour. But finally, I beat all 30 in one go and got all those green stars. Felt really accomplished, but uh, had to take had to take a break from playing the other level. So hopefully this next week I can report to you that I have 100% of that game and I got all the green stars in that final uh, level. But, um, yeah, pl- played, played a lot of Mario and it was a lot of fun. And then I uh, also beat the Raiden Destiny yesterday. So finally was able to... They got through that, and it was a lot of fun. And now I get to look forward to taking Nathan through it this weekend, hopefully. So, yeah, that, that's all for me. What about you, Rob? Uh, so, I mean, the usual, played some Fallout 3, played some Batman Arkham Knight. Uh, I'm really close to beating Batman Arkham Knight. I've said that every week for the You've last that, three yeah, weeks. Like so, <laughs> so, it'll probably get done before Christmas. Hopefully. Maybe. And uh, Fallout 3 I'll beat before uh, 2018. I think that's what I said, right? Uh, 2018, yeah, 2018 is when I'll beat it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll get there. I'll get there. Uh, and then I also played. Um, I had I bought a game a, a while ago, discounted uh, on Steam. Sunless Sea. It's an indie game, and super fun. Really dark, really creepy. But I mean, I've been playing it. I was like, oh, I kind of want to play this game because there's some new DLC that got released for it, and. I was like, I don't really want to buy the DLC, but I'll play the game anyway. So I just played a ton of it and just kind of exploring the dark underworld. It's sort of a roguelike type game, so it's really fun. And yeah, I've played it before, but it's kind of fun to jump back cool. in it. Yeah, so that's fun. I, I love uh, 
going back to the games you picked up a while ago and giving it another shot. So nice. Uh, you play anything other than Overwatch this weekend, Anthony? <laughs> uh, what did I play? I played some. Oh, what, what did? What did I play? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you specifically asked for this past weekend, and it's like, well, it could be the, the past like seven, eight days, something like that. Uh, uh, I feel like I did play something else this weekend. You played Maybe the game know. of real life. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, the real game. I'll uh, lose every time. I'll play. I'll tell you what the newest thing I've been playing is okay. Forza Horizon Three. Okay, cool. Um, is that love... the new one that just came out? Or... Yeah. Nice. Um, really, really enjoy that game. Um. So, yeah, I mean, that's just driving around in an open world. It, yeah, I mean, it's it's basically open world with cars kind of deal. And it it's a lot of fun. They they really fleshed out uh, Australia pretty well. And uh, graphics are great, fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. Frame rate is smooth. Uh, on PC, my computer isn't strong enough, I guess, to handle it at... Mm-hmm. Uh, 60 frames per second for whatever reason. I think that's a problem with Windows optimization yeah. for it, but so you're uh, on it's PC. still fun. No, I play it on the Xbox One, but oh, sometimes okay. my wife uses the big TV, gotcha. so I'm just like, I want to play on the PC then. Uh, but, oh, such a good game. Courses are fun. So many things to do. And, you know, it. it I like Forza Motorsport series, mm. but it's just a nice pay, change of pace just going a little more arcadey with it you know you could get oh, realistic so this... driving sim with it but okay. so it is uh, a little it's... more arcadey though oh yeah definitely awesome. very cool yeah you're, nice. you're driving around you're, you're driving sports cars on <laughs> dirt nice and, you know forests and stuff you're driving atvs there you go all that's, that kind of stuff. stuff uh so it, it is more arcadey you can make it more realistic if you want yeah but it's it's more designed for arcadey and it's just that's just a nice change of pace from the Forza series because I enjoy that series in general. So to play something that's a little more relaxed, a little more arcadey, and well done is is yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I can I can definitely appreciate the series and uh, what what it does and um, the games that come out. But at the same time, like I am more of that arcadey racer fan. Like I love my Mario Karts and. Zeros yeah, I wouldn't. Like that. It's not. It's not that far. I would probably compare it more to like San Francisco Rush. Okay. Um, <laughs> if if anything, because uh, even that's like super arcadey, but you can't do like flip tricks. It's, it's like um, burnout. We can just crash into millions of cars. And, like, yeah, it's not crazy. like burnout. <laughs> um, you know, you could get like little achievements and points, like if you happen to do a barrel roll. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it's not like you can just like press the A button and like flip the stick a certain way, and you're like pulling off all these tricks, like cruising Exotica or something. So, you know, so like, it's... congratulations, you didn't kill yourself rolling. Yeah, you can double so... tap the acceleration pedal, do a wheelie. Yeah, <laughs> it, I would say it's more like. It's a cross between San Francisco Rush and like Need for Speed Underground. Okay, like it's cool. not okay, so yeah. arcadey. I, I had fun with with Underground. Crazy, but you know it's 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 arcadey. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think that about wraps up our show. Um, we will leave you with um, the Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag main theme, composed by Brian Tyler. This one was. Chosen by our very own Rob Douglas. So I hope you guys enjoy this track and be sure to follow us on Twitter. What was that? (laughs) He's a pirate. You can tell by his beard. (laughs) Rob Douglas. And I'm in Assassin's Creed. Be proud of the beard. I'm complimenting you. (laughs) Uh, So be sure to follow us on Twitter at HeyListen underscore games. You can find Anthony at SirKibble2. You can find me at the Jeffrey Morse. And uh, Rob, what's your handle again? At Rob Douglas5. Rob Douglas5. See you next week.